Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Subject or theme today is when in Rome. When in Rome. And I know we're not in Rome. We are actually in Orlando, Florida. But there's a saying that goes, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And today I'll be reading a lot of scriptures from Romans. So that's where I kind of got the theme. Do as the Romans do or as they were instructed to do. God is very serious. Bless your word, Father. We thank you. I honor my wife who's also here. Hey, Tay. How you doing, baby? Good to see you. You already know. Love you, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> classmates are essential and very important. Uh, like I said last week, the disciples were basically a big study group. They talked amongst themselves about what Christ was teaching. They talked, they asked Christ questions. They marveled. They all feared at the same time. They all believed for the most part at the same time. They were one big study group, and they were with Jesus. You're with Jesus, but you still process with friends, still process with family. Just because you're saved don't mean you don't need nobody. They were with Jesus and had to process the things of Christ with each other. You need that because you don't need to be alone with your own mind too much. You don't need to be alone with your own thoughts too much. You need people. You need friends. Uh, Classmates are essential because God is not just about you loving him, but he's about you loving his. Okay? Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as thyself. I'm not just into you being into me. I'm into you being into mine. You understand what I'm saying? You can't love me and hate my daughter. It's just that... You understand what I'm saying? Or there has to be some type of conversation about her. Or, or you understand? Because that's mine. So, so God is saying the same thing. You can't love me and hate my children. Well, who's his children? Pretty much the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. They all belong to him. They are his. So everything you see is his. Because what's yours? The victory? Yeah, peace. Uh joy, that's yours. But the earth is the Lord's. That's his. And the fullness thereof, everything in it. The world, the culture, and they that dwell therein. So everything belongs to the Lord, and God is concerned about your posture towards what's his. Mm, 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 mm. So this is why classmates, to me, is essential. Last week, we talked about uh, a few things, but I want to I go into what causes us to have friction between classmates, or what's the problem? We talked about it a little bit last week, but let me take a little turn this week and talk about this. The biggest problem or challenge we will have on this earth as believers, period, is not people. And I know there are songs out saying, but people is not the biggest problem. You're going to, you're not Adam. Even Adam wasn't good by himself. He needs somebody else. You need people to gauge you. <laughs> I won't know who I am had it not been for the context of another person. My wife and I have been in some very serious, deep conversations this week as it pertains to who we are in context of each other and people. 
Like, babe, you got to help me. I don't know when I'm acting like my dad. I don't know when I have my, I don't know when I'm slipping into the pride. I don't know when I'm, I'm accountable to you on this earth. You got to let me know. I don't know who I am had it not been for another person. Blind spots, thank you. So, So you need other people to help you with that. The most thing, so it's not people aren't the problem. Flesh is. Flesh. 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 Are y'all ready for this? <laughs> the biggest problem, Jesus, I say it all the time, it's the biggest thing. If you want to follow me, deny yourself because you are going to cause problems every step of our journey together. Your way, your desire, what you think, your principalities. We was talking about this on the way to church today. How principalities and the origin of things and how I grew up very religious. I'll put this down. Thank you, babe. Make sure I'm straight. I'm so glad you're here. All right, cool. How I was taught very religious and very pray about it, praise about it, fast about it. That It was never think about it. So I wasn't a thinker. I was just a praiser and just a doer and an actor. And a, so my wife was like, why'd you do that? What you mean you don't know? You didn't think to think that what you thought was thinking was wrong? Nah, I just did it. (laughs) So it's not like, that's not just like who I am. It's who I become because of principalities. Because of what was taught to me at a young age, it's who I've become. So it's not like, hey, y'all, this is me. Take it. No, I have to challenge my own flesh and deny that and change and become new and better. Everybody will not humble themselves to say the problem might be. It's quiet early in the first five minutes. So check this out. Now the works of the flesh, the Bible says, I'm not going into it, but the works of the flesh are adultery, lust, all these things, covetousness, uh, uh, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, which is putting anything before God. Idolatry, your job, you could be, and be an idol. Awards, stellars, Grammys, these could be idols, not just trophies, but idols, because you put them before God. In your decisions, you make decisions based on the award and not based on his way. People, boyfriend, boo, can be an idol, because you make decisions based on him and not based on him. You make decisions based on her and not based on him. Your job, anything you put before his way is an idol. I'm not even preaching on this. I'm not going to go here, but witchcraft, I want to give the mic to my wife for this. Witchcraft is manipulation at, it's not, it's not, it's manipulation at its highest degree. It's the highest degree of manipulation. Witchcraft is not and sorcery and potions. It includes that sometime if you get that deep. But for the most part is, oh, so you ain't going to call me? I'm controlling you emotionally. Y'all missing it. I'm controlling your mind being nice, nasty. You don't even know it's witchcraft. I'm not even talking about this today. This is just in the list of things that works in the flesh. So let's keep it going. So various emotions, hatreds. Uh, we can, each one of these is a sermon. Each one of these is a sermon you can just take for yourself. I'm not going to do that to you today, but from the feel of it, we may have to soon. So the, 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 the point I like to this, now the works of the flesh are these. The only thing it takes for these things to work is flesh. You don't need the works of the flesh. If if you got flesh, all these things work. (laughs) You don't need a movie for adultery, fornication. You don't need to hear a song for uncleanness and, and wrath and strife. If you got flesh, that works. <laughs> Saved, 
Not saved. Pastor. Pew. If you got flesh, this is in you. This chap, this verse, these verses are why we need Jesus the Christ, son of the living God. Somebody, wherever you are, scream, I need Jesus. If this ain't on your list, this might be. If this ain't on your list, this might be. If this ain't on your list, this might be. And y'all know I can go all day, but I'm not going to belabor the time because I'm not even talking about this, really. Now it says, the fruit of the Spirit. Okay? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against us there is no law, and they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with these affections and lusts. So love, joy, peace, long-suffering are not natural. This just don't come naturally. Just because you like somebody and they do everything you like and you're affectionate toward them does not mean you have love. It is a fruit of the Spirit. And notice, the flesh works regardless, but fruit takes time. Mm. Fruit takes work. Fruit takes work. Flesh just works. You understand what I'm saying? I just got to be born to have everything carnal, but I have to work to have everything spiritual. Put the work in. Put in the work. And because it don't come as easily as flesh things, we think we're less apt to develop these things. But the fruit, remember, the fruit of the Spirit is love. All these things are not natural, but you need the Spirit for these things. I want you to take note of this too. All of your responses, all the fruit, all the result, I didn't slap them, I smiled. Every fruit or result is new seed. Yes. Yes. Every test you go through, you establish a new foundation. All fruit has seed in it. Right. So when you say, I'm going to love them instead, you planted a seed of love. When you say, I'm going to be joyful instead, you plant seeds of joy for the next storm. So your responses to somebody irritating you is seed for the next time. I wish somebody would get this. So it's not just about doing the right thing. It's about planting the right seeds. Look at your neighbor and say, don't do the right thing. Plant the right seeds. Because how I respond to you is going to come back to me in a harvest. How I respond to haters will come back in a harvest. All fruit is new seed. I feel like running. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So people don't even know you planting seeds. They, she's so nice. She ain't going to say nothing. No, I'm planting seeds. So when I'm successful next season and when I'm, yes, sir. I, I, when I'm blessed in the next season, don't look at me like I didn't treat you right the last one. When I'm walking pretty in my next season, don't act like, you know what I mean, I I didn't do what was right. We're going to keep talking about it. Y'all with me? Look at how bearing fruit is in the same context of crucifixion. That's how crazy this flesh is. To really have and expose and demonstrate love, you got to die. It ain't easy to love people. It's easy to like. We get along, we get along. Cool, right? right. Love? I got to crucify 
Yep, yep. And if you belong to Christ, you're crucified. You don't have the fruit of the Spirit without the death of you. Come on, y'all. You don't have long suffering. Come on, none of it. Temperance, patience, meekness. You don't have any of these things without some type of crucifixion. And it didn't just say death. I mean the worst type of death. Do y'all hear this? Not just you have to die. Crucifix. You have crucified the flesh. You see that analogy? Do you remember the crucifix? That's essentially what your emotions and your pride and your soul goes through just to obey God. And depending on the level of self-love you have or pride you have will determine how hard it is to do things God's way. Because I can take the nail in one hand, but come on, man. Come on, man. I don't got the crown of thorns. Come on, man. We determine what's enough. Oh, never mind, man. Which is why when we think we made it, he sent something else. It happened to me this week. It happened to me this week. I was like, I'm good. I See, I don't pass my time. Bam! And I fell the next one hours later. Because I had one nail in the cross, but I thought it was just about one. Oh, no, you got to crucify that whole. Y'all ain't ready for this. He don't want you to crucify part of you. He wants you to die. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. This is not something we can do without Christ. Are y'all hearing me? This is not something we can do without the mind of Christ. So flesh gets in the way of us dealing with each other. Flesh gets in the way of us having harmony with one another. Flesh gets in the way with peace with one another. Flesh gets in the way. So, I, there's an agenda somewhere that clashes with harmony in the spirit. So let's go to Rome. Let's take a trip to Rome real quick. And let's see what Paul is saying. We started it last week. Let's try to finish it this week in the matchless name of our God. Let's go to Rome. Paul says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. I'm a leader. So it's a privilege to be a leader. It's not just a gifting, even though it is, but it's not just that. Don't think you are... Here, here's the number one problem, I think, with, with, with classmates. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest with your evaluation of yourselves. Measuring yourselves by the word, the faith. Faith comes by hearing the word. Measure yourselves by the word, not by your family. Measure yourselves by the word, not by your block or your neighborhood. Not by how you came up, because once you make it out of how you come up, you're like, man. And you think more highly of yourselves than you should. Now, God's not telling you to think low of yourselves, but don't think more of yourselves. Don't think you are better than you really are. I think that's a whole big problem. Thinking of yourself too highly can manifest in different ways. The most obvious one is arrogance. People walk around arrogant, prideful, all of that stuff. That's the most obvious one. Or they think too highly of themselves. But there's a slick, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a slick thinking highly of yourselves that manifests in offense. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching Selling Sunset on Netflix. They don't know about that, babe. 
You know what? I wouldn't, if I wasn't married to you, I wouldn't know about it either. <laughs> These brokers are selling like million dollar homes on Netflix. I'm sorry, baby. $40 million homes. I mean, crazy homes. And they, you know, they're, they're ladies and they had this, they're friends too. So I don't know. She didn't invite me. Oh, you were invited? I wasn't invited. Why wasn't I invited? Wow. Offense could come from you thinking too highly of yourselves. You got invited to the last thing. You ain't got to be invited to everything, but you think you're, you should be. Why, why wasn't I informed? Maybe you thinking you're better. Nobody told me. Offense could be the bed that thinking better of yourselves sleeps on. Unless it's been communicated. Hey, if I make a move, I got you. And then they don't tell you. It's like, whoa, you can act. That's not offense. It's confusion. There's no room for offense unless you think you're better. This is so good right here. <clears throat> Chill. They don't text you right back in 10 minutes. It's what? Y'all can't hear them here, but they said it's cool. Oh, you didn't text me back? Wow. That Wow. Could mean I think I'm better. You with me? That offense means I think I'm more than how I'm being treated. If you can let that go, you will have more peace. I'm talking about you. I ain't talking about your friend and who didn't tell you and they didn't invite me. I ain't talking about them. You'll be like, okay. And when you got that kind of attitude, they'll chase you. Clarice, you want to come to the next? They'll chase you when you got that kind of, oh, it's cool. You like the post, comment it, girl, you looking good. Y'all quiet. That's what's up, homie, congrats. Not, I didn't know nothing about the part. You think you're better. <laughs> Just chill. Give people the freedom to have other options. I like you. It's been proven. We went out last week. This week, I'm staying on this too long. Don't think more highly than you are. Here's the Bible says. It says live together. The next verse. Thank you. Let me move it quickly. Live together in peace with each other. Don't be proud, but make friends with those who seem unimportant. That's just a good challenge. When in Rome, we don't want to do as the Romans do. This is going to be a hard, not going to be a hard one, but don't think how smart you are. So somebody seems less important, we already have a view of them. As if you're the most important. See, Jesus gave, you understand what I'm saying? We, be, we become, not, I'm going to give it to you how God gave it to me and I'm going to keep it moving. We have become judgmental in that we're becoming dismissive through culture. You feel me? I hear y'all backstage. So we're becoming judgmental in that we're becoming dismissive through culture. We quickly swipe if we're not interested at first glance. We skip ads, etc. And yes, it's convenient, and no, we don't feel like sitting through the unnecessary, but it cultivates selfishness, impatience, 
quick judgments and dismissiveness. Y'all, he woke me up today to tell me that. That's where cancel culture comes from. We're quick to judge because we're so dismissive because of the convenience of technology. You had to sit through the commercial for the Cosby's to come back on. You couldn't wait because Martin, Martin left you with a cliffhanger. You can't wait to see how Gina going to respond. You got to wait till them commercials is over. But it taught you a level of patience. It taught you a level of you ain't in control. TV taught you a level. That's why people like smart TV now because you can do Netflix or whatever you want to watch. But regular direct TV is a, it's a lesson in that. But the, cultivate, the culture has cultivated dismissiveness, selfishness, impatience, and quick judgments. So we judge things quick. If we don't like it, God, dismiss it quickly. And we never develop good relationships. Jesus says, if somebody invites you to the wedding, take the lowest seat. Yes. <laughs> if you take the highest seat, someone more important than you might have been invited. Y'all got to read this. It's in Luke. But we're in Rome today, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Luke in Rome. Someone more important than you might be invited, and the host may come to you and say, uh, this is his seat. And then you, the Bible says, with shame, you'll go to the lowest seat. Jesus said, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. When you are invited somewhere, take the lowest seat. And let the host come to you and say, what are you doing here? Come take the, take a higher seat. And when you live like that, the Bible says now all those that see you will respect you and honor you. Instead of you being embarrassed and shameful trying to have the highest seat. Come on, he's teaching you how to have honor. Humility breeds honor. I take the lowest seat. I get promoted in front of everybody. They honor me. You think to have the highest seat, you'll be honored. No, you'll be embarrassed. <laughs> Because he, the, the, the scripture ends on that. It says, he that exalts himself will be abased, but he that humbles himself will be exalted. Good God Almighty. Ain't this good? Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah since you're here. Here we go. In his grace, we have different gifts. Let me move it quickly because I did this last week. We got different gifts. If, you can, if, you're, if your gift is prophesying, prophesy well. If it's teaching, teach well. If it's, uh, I love this. If you give you the ability to serve others, serve them well. Serving is a gift. You don't have a mic for that all the time, but serving is a gift. Don't think you are insignificant because you are not seen. It says if you got the gift of the next verse, look at this. If you have the gift of encouragement, that is a gift. That is a gift. Then use it to encourage others. If you got the gift of meeting the needs of others, that's not playing the piano, the drums, poetry, or dance. But if you had the compassion to meet the needs of others, God gave you that gift. It's a gift. It might not go viral, but you'll have some stones on your crown. Okay. <laughs> we said it last week. It ain't about the award. Yes, sir. It's about the, come on, somebody say reward. Hallelujah. It says, don't just, I'm going to take a turn here. I'm going to end it. It says, don't just pretend to love others. This is where we left off a little bit last week. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. This part of the sermon, I'm going to tell y'all right now, is not the most fun for me. It's not the most fun for me. 
Because it's essentially saying, don't just bear fruit, be fruitful. Don't don't just bear, don't don't just have the right response. Have the right heart. Because church and religion, I've been taught to look like I got all the fruit of the Spirit. I thought it was good to have a war going on on the inside, but just respond with joy. I thought it was good that I hate her guts. God bless you. Religion taught me the mask. It's not enough just to have good fruit. You got to have good roots. Because y'all saying if you don't sleep with her, it ain't adultery. I say if you look at her lust, y'all, if you look at her lustfully, it's, you got to change that. Here we go. Yeah, I told y'all it's not the most fun part. So, so, so your emotions, your perspective, and your feelings matter to God. <laughs> not just your responses or how you look to people. You know what I mean? You're loving, yeah, the meditation of your heart. Thank you. Let the words of my mouth, my responses, my fruit, and the meditation of my heart, my root, my feelings be acceptable. Thank you, love. Keep helping me preach. Be acceptable in thy sight because he sees them both. People see your actions. God sees your motives. And he wants both of those to be pleasing in his sight. You don't get rewarded for uh, responses only. You get rewarded for posture. That's why he says, why are you fearful? It's not that they did anything out of fear, but I'm checking why you even have that attitude. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So God is taking it a little bit deeper. Hey, let not your heart be troubled. Not that you were, not that you were, uh, did something hateful out of a troubled heart. So it's not about your responses. It's about your, why are you even like that? Yeah, so it's not just, yeah, don't just pretend, really, let's dig a little bit deeper. Really love them. Why do you have fear in your heart? Let not your heart be troubled. The goal, uh, uh, what's another one? What's another one? What's another one? Fear not. I said that. Oh, it's almost like the, the question kind of the angel asks, why are you weeping? You understand what I'm saying? Even though that was a result. He said, why are you weeping? Jesus is risen. But he said, why are you weeping? Because he told you that. And you should be, if you believe something for real, then you won't have certain fruit. Being confused in a pandemic means you don't believe something for real. Being stressed out because you furloughed or lost your job means there's something we don't believe. Yeah, so God is sick of us pretending we believe because we shout and run around churches, speak in tongues, fast and pray. But when something hit us, we don't really believe. We're stressed out. We're confused. We run into everybody trying to get answers. God is checking both. The goal of the fruit is not to just use it. It's to become it. The goal of love, joy, peace is not just to use it, it's to become it. It's not just learning a new way, it's becoming new. Because you can learn something new and not really, and not really be you. You got to learn different systems at your job. You got to learn different standard operating procedures. You can learn it and function it, but it don't mean that you have changed. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So let me end it. My second closing. 
It says, bless, here we go, bless those who persecute you, right? Persecute is like talk about, slander, lie on, all of that, slick stuff, all that stuff. Bless them. Are y'all ready? When in Rome, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Don't speak evil. Don't curse at them or them. <laughs> Don't curse them. Pray. Oh, my goodness. You see the principality and the hood in us? And I hope y'all hearing us, not y'all. The hood in us, like, what? Man, I held grudges for years and didn't know I was making my heart sick. I thought too much of myself. And I didn't pray for people that offended me, or I didn't pray for people that persecuted me enough. So I lived with something beneath what God had for me. Me. So bless them that persecute you. Bless means to speak well of. I said that. To wish them well. Good tidings, right? And on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. Wish them well. I pray that they good. I hope his family as well. Yo, such and such said, first of all, check those who keep bringing you what somebody said about you. Never mind. You shouldn't even have that avenue of bad news. <laughs> well, Job, they kept telling Job, they worked for him, honey. They were responsible for part of his livestock, and it, they worked for him. So they had to be accountable for what was lost. They weren't, like, giving him bad news and gossip. So you need to check the streams of gossip in your life. Bless them that curse you. Pray that God will bless them. It ain't no amens in here like we've all done it. We don't do that. I'm going to wait for a second. Y'all not here, but they here. Y'all probably saying amen at home, but I can't hear y'all. Pray that God will bless them. Whoa. That's a lot to ask. Thank you. Because y'all quiet like I should move to the next point. Hold on. That, that's, that's a lot. I, I should. Oh, that's why you're quiet. I got you, Tim. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pastor, you sat with this all week, not us. <laughs> Bless those that persecute you. This is a big deal to me, y'all. Because the principality of, of, of my personality is mocked, bullied, talked about. We all know this. So I don't want nobody to see me like that. So, hey, I tried to dress nice, I tried to, I tried, because I don't want nobody to see me a certain way. So people talking about me negatively, it's like, ah! When my wife or anybody else would be like, okay, and, 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 what do you mean, and? What can I do to change how they see me? It don't matter how they see you. It only matters how God, good God Almighty, I'm screaming. It only matters how God sees you. And if he sees you fearfully and wonderfully made, who cares? That's how you can pray for him. Because I know who I am in God. See, you can't do this in your own. You got to come with spiritual security. I know that I can bless you and won't lose nothing that you're talking about me. It don't seem fair in the earth realm, but the just don't live by fair. The just shall live by faith. Fill each other, man. That's all this is saying. Be happy with those who are happy. Cry with them who cry. Fill me. 
You might be happy you just got a promotion, but I might just lost a loved one. So at some point, you can celebrate with me. That's good, baby. And then I can weep with you. Feel me. This is how you live peaceably. The, 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 the verse started, live peaceably with each other. The, another verse translation says, live in harmony with one another. You can only have harmony if you feel me. Be happy when I'm happy. Weep when I weep. That's all of our charge. Here we go. Let me keep moving. When, when in Rome, don't repay anyone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Jovita, did you hear that word? It says don't repay anyone. That covers everybody. Thank you. <laughs> evil for evil. Be careful. In other words, think about it. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Good God Almighty. So that means don't let your good be evil spoken of. Don't do things that could be evil spoken of. Do what is right in the eyes of everybody. Well, he just walked away. She was cussing him out, but he walked away. That's right to everybody. You can't be judged for that. If someone does evil, pure, we, we, we were saying that there's no such, not no such thing. But the word abuse uh, 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 it's not like in the Bible, in the cultural context. Verbal abuse, emotional abuse. These are all terms we have come up with to define evil. That's all it is. It's evil. For you to know you're hurting my feelings and keep doing it. Y'all not here, but they are. This for them. Verbal abuse, emotional, it's just evil. You know you're hurting my feelings. You know I can't fight back. You know I can't. And you just keep, I don't care. You don't know. Whoa, we know physical abuse, that's, you know, but all these terms mean evil. That's why the Bible says, deliver us from evil. Because I have known I hurt people's feelings and I kept doing it. I'm talking about Ty, y'all ain't got to say nothing about yourself. I know I was picking on something that they, and I kept doing it because of what they did to me. That's evil. Lord, deliver me from wanting to do that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Deliver me from evil. I never thought that scripture applied to me. I'm like, man, I ain't evil. Oh, but you are. You feel me? When you justify your actions based on the evil they did to you, and you know it's just as low as that was, but you don't care, that's evil. To be consciously abusive. Even if that happens to you. Wow, so you're going, you know I don't like public stuff, you're going to embarrass me for, okay. Well, yes, sir. My apologies, sir. Even if evil is done to you, still be careful to do what's right in the eyes of everyone. This is how you succeed in a pandemic, doing things God's way. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Let me keep moving. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, man, live at peace with everyone. Trump supporters, Biden supporters, black, white, Asian, Latino, Caribbean. As much as it depends on you, 
Live at peace with everybody. The one that compliments you, the one that talks about you, the one that praises you, the one that hates you, everybody, the one that knows you, the one that don't, be at peace. Not road rage. Oh, it got quiet. Yeah, even down to that. Road rage is a matter of the heart and posture. I know this for a fact. <laughs> Do not, oh God, don't take revenge. Pride steps in. Like, oh, you going to do that to me? You're going to learn today. You just want to teach them something about how bad you really are. Don't take revenge. Adapt. You got that. I'm not trying to in no way raise spiritual punks because we will beat down devils and demons all day long. We ain't talking about spiritual stuff. I'm talking about classmates. Oh, they posted that? I'm, I'm going to get my post together. No, it's cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get VJ, me too. No, yes. We, we both in the prayer line today, so I don't know who's praying for us. <laughs> don't take revenge. Because when you do, you don't leave room. <laughs> you don't leave room for God. In other words, God is trying to get him, but you're getting him so much, you block him. Get out the way. Let him get him. When he doesn't, oh God, y'all got me messing up Holy Land furniture. Leave room. Space. It might be quiet for months and God didn't get him. It might be quiet for years, and God, and they're not, they not failing yet. You know, we wait for them to fail when they do us wrong. They ain't break a finger. They ain't lose their car. They, that ain't nothing but room. Because God loves who hates you. So he prays they changes, they change before he gets them too. Because if God was quick to get people back, we wouldn't, okay, y'all, come on now. We wouldn't be where we are today. Aren't you glad God left room for you? Somebody praise him for room in the building. Don't do that. Don't do that. Woo! I'm glad God left room for me to repent. Room for me to surrender. Room for me to humble myself. Thank you for room. All right, that key too high anyway. Let me keep. <laughs> Essentially, God is saying it's either you or me that's going to get him. Either you gonna handle it, or I'ma handle it. So you gotta step back, so I can step forth. Don't take revenge, my dear. But leave room for God's wrath, for it's written, it's documented, it's a spiritual law and contract. <laughs> Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It cannot be revoked. It is written. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Yo! Now or later, I'm going to do it. So you not fighting back is your demonstration of trust. People who fight back don't trust God. 
<laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. People who fight back don't trust God. They don't think he can or will. So you don't believe he loves you. Because if my father loves me, he ain't going to let just anything happen to me. So you got to believe he loves you. And you got to trust that vengeance is his to keep your mouth shut. Ty, I'm looking in the camera because I'm going to look back at this and be like, ooh, ooh. Y'all feeling me? Even in marriage. My wife was telling me last week, I'm telling her about the word last week. I'm like, man, it was in. She was like, man, this is, this is marriage counseling. Because marriage is nothing but the result of two individuals establishing a contract to walk through life in agreement. So marriage is not a thing. Individuals make a marriage. So if the wife does this and the husband does this, that's a good marriage. Marriage happens when there's agreement. There's a marriage between myself and the praise team. They agree. They're going to open. I'm going to do. That's agreement is the marriage. That's how your soul can be tied to people who are not your spouse. Not just through sex. David and Jonathan had. They agree. It's an agreement. I'm not saying you're married to your homies. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me get this last scripture out of here so y'all can go home. It may not seem fair, y'all, but it's his way. Go back one more time. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for being on point. Don't do this, y'all. Let God repay. But you can play, Joe. Thank you, birthday boy. Don't do that. Next verse. But on the contrary, this is all Romans, y'all. Really, Romans 12. Starts with, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, I think, by the mercies of God. That you present your body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye renovated or transformed by the renewing. Y'all know that's my wife's book that's about to come out. Renovate. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, proving what is good and acceptable. And then he goes on to this list, trying to renew their minds. This is the list in Rome. Whoa, you got to renew your mind. Don't do evil for evil, but on the contrary. Here's the other extreme. If your enemy is hungry, it's not your responsibility. But you can exercise God's way in feeding him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. That's in context of an enemy. How much more your spouse? How much more a friend? How much more a business partner? How much more? This is talking about enemies. How come your wife don't get this treatment? How come your husband don't get this treatment? You don't even feed him when you're mad at him. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Thank you. When you do this, you will heap burning coals on their head. They can't understand why you're so nice to them. Because the point of hate is to breed hate. I'm trying to get you as riled up as I am. I'm trying to get you as low level thinking as I am. And when you stay here and I'm trying to pull you down, 
coals of fire on their head if they're evil. If they're not, they'll humble themselves and come with you. You don't lose by doing the right thing or planting the right seeds. You can't lose. You cannot lose. It's guaranteed victory. Hallelujah. Don't overcome evil. Don't overcome by evil. Oh, don't be overcome. I love it. By evil, but overcome evil with good. Everybody standing if you're here. Man, when in Rome, let's do as the Romans were instructed. I love you, my classmates. I love you. My prayer is that we can live in harmony, live in peace. And I love that this subject seems not, not irrelevant, but we're in a pandemic, bro. And this is the point. This is still God's point and his expectation. Because it seems like during the pandemic is when we started treating each other the worst. It's when the social tension grew the biggest. So maybe the storm came to expose what was in the core and the cavities of this world. Let the fruit that come out of you be also the, the reflection of the root. While God is working on the root, still present good fruit. Be kind, be nice, you know. You know what I mean? While you're trying to work on the root. But understand that God is concerned about the root and not just what you do. He's concerned about who you are and not what you do. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Praise team, come out here and sing something, please. Class is dismissed. Liv, we love you so much. My prayer is that we ask the Spirit for his help. Because the flesh works, man. But it takes work to bear fruit. So God, give us strength today in the name of Jesus to do things your way. All we see in the world is the world's way. But thank God we don't follow the world. We follow the word. And we thank you. We bless our enemies. We just need to go on a blessing streak. Just go down your list of who we should bless. So Father, we thank you and we trust you today in the name of Jesus. Be strengthened. Be encouraged. Take peace. Embrace the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. Ooh, woo, in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's Word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.